0: Welcome to a Breath of Fresh Dating podcast. I'm your host Mandy and on today's episode we're discussing all about bouncing back after a divorce with Stephanie O'Carfer. Hello Stephanie, how are you and welcome to a Breath of Fresh Dating podcast. Thank you so much
1: Mandy, thanks for having me. Great
0: to be here. How How are you coping during this quarantine?
1: Uh, I think the first few weeks were absolute madness because I had to work and then homeschool the kids. I've got three kids, by the way. Oh wow! And I felt like I was pulling my hair out. But now I think we've all just settled. Off, settled to a really nice routine. Yeah. And everyone knows what they're doing. So
0: yeah, I think it's, I think, okay, I think we're, we're we're doing good. How are you? How are you coping? Um, yourself? I'm I'm coping. I'm, you know, you know, just like you said, it's become like a new normal. So. I guess I'm just uh, going with the flow, really, but um, I'm, I'm looking forward to the lockdown to just be over and yeah. done with. Do you know what I mean? Like, I I miss our actual normal life. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah I miss, miss having... Actually, I think the, the biggest part is having... I know we have, like, phone calls and time, but I think how that interaction with people? Yeah. Where you can actually go and see them face-to-face and
2: talk and walk, you know... I miss going to the shop and trying clothes
0: on and I miss Yeah. I miss going to the office and
1: having face to face meeting with people. I know, right?
0: Human um, interaction.
1: Yeah, human interaction exactly. And I I, I have a, a little uh, nephew mm. who's growing his um my, I must uh be seven months old. So last time I saw him was in was in February. So I see his picture and I really wanna to talk to him and cuddle him, you know. Oh. yeah, <laughs> human interaction get there I think I think it's getting there slowly I think the, the lockdown is being eased um, slowly and I think probably by the next few months or so hopefully mm. we'll get to close to what our normal used to be but I, I don't can't.
0: think we ever get to a normal normal oh I can't wait I can't wait right so uh Stephanie why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself okay
1: my name is Stephanie Akapo I'm currently uh I work as a finance director for a large media business um, in London in the city, I also have my own uh, sort of finance consultancy companies where I have independent clients uh, where I have and also SME business where I give financial support. And it's been key, especially at this time, because when the pandemic started a bit, sort of early March, February, I had lots of clients contacting me, panicking, how to what, what to do with their businesses, what to do with staff and just giving that support and giving that advice um, to them um, so that's from my I'm an accountant, I'm um, a profession so obviously I work as a finance director and so I have my own business, I'm a mum uh, I've three children um, I'm a wife and what else? <laughs> that's me really I love passion I love figures yeah. and yeah I think I'm really an aura. and also I have a TV show which I'm um, one of
0: the co-hosts uh, called Ladies love TV Show uh, which is shown on the sky on 193 uh, Vox Africa every Saturday and Sunday. so yes um, I'm a very busy woman that's 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 good how do you juggle your you know all these jobs that you have with uh, motherhood must be really challenging it, it is it is quite
1: tough, but the good thing is I have a really supportive husband oh, amazing. so he like really, my backbone. Really, he's there, you know, to pick up the slack when I'm not. So, for yeah. so I have to work late or I have to wake up in the middle of the night to do because I work full time. So, mm. my um, other consultant on weekends and evenings, mm. so he's there to, to hold the kids, help with homework. Mm. And I have a really strong uh support system. I have my friends and family who are there. If my husband has to, if not around, I can drop my kids with my friends. Family, so I have a really good support system. That's good. And also, again, it's just really planning, it's just prioritizing, and um, I think putting the kids on a very, not very strict routine—but they have a routine that works mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. I'll give an example: since I've been working from home, my daughter has um, had nap um, between one to three in the afternoon, and it's like we—it's something she does mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. and that's when I book my call. So I book my telephone calls or I book my Skype meetings all the yeah. time I'm doing work remotely mm. so it's just really working around it all and see how you know how it works best for you yeah it, it,
0: it, it's a lot, but it, it, it can be done okay so considering you're a financial uh, consultant what sort of advice would you give those who are currently furloughed uh, during this pandemic and forced to either live you know off uh, their savings uh, or even benefits um
1: the, the government has um, sort of stepped in. I think mm-hmm. the the for, for companies like you a, for companies that I sort of support. Mm-hmm. The first reaction to the sort of pandemic was, "Oh, we're going to fire everyone and close down." And I was like, "You know what? Hold off. Let's do some analysis. Let's look at the look at the forecast and look at the sales let's see what's happening in mm-hmm. the economy before we do that. Because those uh, sort of moves that have legal implications later on. So mm-hmm. let's see that and plan." Mm-hmm. And it was. They, with a four-look scheme where they help pay the staff, the salary of, of most of the employees up to 2,500 although mm. that's not too much especially for the higher income earners yes. uh, but I think the other thing that the government has also helped is to speak to companies people that have mortgages yeah. or that have bills to help them defend give them a three month break mm-hmm. so that's sort of advice I'll give the people that are being followed. Uh, we know that from September yeah. the follow be reduced to seventy percent mm-hmm. up to um, of the seven annual value of two thousand five and also sixty and in October, which is the last month, sixty mm-hmm. percent. So that's advice for everyone, people that have been followed is to save as much as you can mm-hmm. for now because it's gonna be a bump because the bump period coming in yes. after that. Because most companies a few companies clients that i have i think after the october they're letting half of their workforce go wow
0: i believe they also have a scheme for uh business owners and uh, startup uh, companies as well
1: yes they do have the government have uh grant mm. and also loans that you can apply to for for um for self-employed people you only apply if you filed your last tax return right if you okay. have Mm-hmm. So for smaller for for SME business, yes, lots of grants and lots of loans that are available right now um, mm-hmm. to keep them afloat. But well, I guess looking at the analysis up to June, um, we've seen about three percent increase in activities. So um, a research done by the um, job website called Zuna has said that seen um, up to I think it's the last week is three percent increase in in job advertisements. Um, for this month compared to last month, so that's showing this sort of slight uplift in the economy and people are sort of Getting ready to get back to normal um, I think for your previous question when you talked about What uh, the, the government is doing to help small businesses and also self-employed mm. um, The government obviously with the pain that they're paying salaries for employees, they're paying sick pay they're paying tax and also there's business rate relief, mm-hmm. um, so companies who have to pay business rates, there's a relief I think they're moving up to next year. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, lots of business support grants. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the Coronavirus Local Authority discretionary Grants. There is um, more business grants, there's large business grants. So if anyone that needs more information, go to the direct the, uh, website and just go
2: to coronavirus.com. Uh, for business, you will see the link, the list of grants you can apply. about uh, 10 15 of them. Mm-hmm.
1: So if one is not applicable, the other might be. There's an emergency grant fund. Um, and for individuals, for people who are probably not followed. because I have a, a friend of mine who was employed one month
2: before the pandemic hit and he was let go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm not really
1: a person for benefits. Mm-hmm. but if there's any time that you want to apply for benefits it's now mm-hmm.
2: um, and you can also apply for
1: emergency payments. so if it normally takes a month you can mm-hmm. apply for emergency payment they sort of pay you within a week or so if you're really struggling yeah um, other advice I would give for people who are individuals this is the time for me that what the advice I gave to my clients was cancel or direct debit in March cancel or direct debit and supplier mm. and then tell them this is what's happening and then arrange a sort of a payment plan yeah what that's that a good idea help, actually yeah, what, what that does is it helps you plan your cash flow we know cash is king for any business if you mm. have more cash no matter how much i said you have you're going to go down
0: yes yes cash of course so i said the, the, the main thing for you to do now
1: for your business is to reserve as much cash as possible mm. um, Mm. and also the deferment of the defer to most of the, the suppliers or or the the sort of
0: suppliers mm. really, uh, delayed uh, gave about three months three months great period to pay and then they arrange a payment plan so uh you know thanks for all the information you just provided um why don't we uh dive deeper into your personal uh life and your personal experiences uh so let's talk a bit about your you know dating experience when you were younger you know how was dating like for you um so when i
1: was younger i, I grew up my, <laughs> my dad's a pastor mm-hmm. so you can imagine when i was in my teenage years um he's no voice and in my house we had had i we have five the three brothers, four sisters and three brothers, oh, wow. when, when three brothers are the last, like last three, yeah. the girls are the first five, so there's no reason why a boy should be in the house, according to my father, <laughs> so we were very, I went to boarding school, girls boarding school, most yeah. of my sisters, so I was very, very, um, what's the word, when it, off to, when I, went, I got to university, I didn't really see, I didn't pay to anything think mm. like my dad was very
0: strict. Did you find it easy to, to attract, uh, you know, the kind of guy that you, you wanted that fitted, you know, your criteria?
1: Yes, I think when I... When I again, I think in Nigeria, back home, you, you have a certain... How would I put I don't want to sound funny, but you have a certain standard and you have mm. a certain level of people that can even come up to walk to you, especially if you are from a certain background in Nigeria. That
2: yes, makes
1: sense. yes. Um, so you could easily and you see people for who they are like you mm. see a guy and you know exactly what he's about you know, what he's about what yeah. his parents are what you know what he's doing so it, it, it was very clear and it was very safe and I think um, you can easily if you see a guy you kind of especially in the same town where you leave you know exactly where your trauma is like this is not my type. please you know go away
2: mm. and if yeah. you see a
1: guy that would you think is i a good home and, you know he's doing well you can easily see that mm. and you can decide if you want to be in a relationship or mm. not. I think it's very different from here. When I to the United Kingdom, is, it's very different because you meet people who are from very diverse background, very diverse... Um, culture. Culture. Yeah. And it was very, so it was like, oh, you know, it was very, um, not confusing, but it was very, it took a, it took a getting used to. Yes. Okay. And, yeah, so, for me, I... Met, I think for me, I, I had certain specifications, certain things I wanted to man. <laughs> and if you don't meet that specification, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm five foot nine. I love my heels, so I think one of the things in my mind when I was younger is my height. Yeah. I, I like a guy who's tall. Um, I like a guy who looks after
0: himself. Yeah. And if you don't really meet that, I'm like. you're you're at, you're at the window next. <laughs> How old were you when uh, you got married?
1: Okay, yeah. So I <laughs> I got married when I was twenty three.
0: Okay. Oh wow, that's young. Uh,
1: very young, very young. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what was the kid, but I did get married at uh, twenty three. Um, I had my son at twenty four, and it was again. I think because I married so young, mm. I I don't think I uh, the the my ex my ex-husband now just to make it clear someone that you know I'm divorced and I'm remarried again okay um and he was someone that we didn't really date as long as I would expect we dated for about nine months oh wow okay uh, yeah and then he proposed and then we got married um
0: did you did you guys meet in England
1: we met here yeah okay We're we're from the same um
0: tribe? Yeah, um, uh,
1: tribe and my parents were happy because they wanted someone, they feel like you have, you know, which was not, sometimes not necessarily, you don't have, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have, you come from the same place and you have the same uh, values or of the same, you know, so yeah, so um, yeah, but yeah, sadly it didn't work out, I think, I, I think it was being rushed, mm. for my, for me, I think I was a bit too young, and at 23, I don't think I really knew exactly what I really wanted. Mm. That makes sense.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and I think I, from a very, I'm from a very strong person at home, and, um, you know, I, I wasn't, divorce wasn't something in my mind, or mm. something I do, but I had issues where he was abusive when it comes to physically abusive, oh, and no. I think there's something that, I don't think any woman or anybody should live with. Mm. Uh, Because you can deal with other things in relationships, but you can't deal with, you know, your life being threatened. That's one of the big no-no. I don't think any woman should live in that sort of situation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what qualities do you think uh, attracted you to him then? At at the time?
1: At the time, he was
0: tall. And Mm. (laughs) like you know when you think about a man, you meant that yeah that, so it was more about physical attraction, attraction
1: then yes. and I thought I thought we had we we had um, a little things in common but mm. sometimes you you don't you can't fully really know someone until you yeah. actually live with them. Of course. And um you know yeah. So I think we that we realised a lot of things and I'll tell you one of them. So he I met him when I was for my ACT to become um, a child accountant and married, he was like, Oh, you have to sit at home and look after the kids. What? Also, then I remember I, had, I got offered a job at HSBC, um, in Canary the headquarters, mm. and I was so excited. I came back home, i was like, Oh my god, this, this, that's one of my companies, the company I wanted to work for. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it was a good role, I was like, Good pay, and he was like, No, you're not taking the job. I said, why? Or oh, the kids are too young It's going to be so demanding, but of course, I have the help and, I, and they offered flexible working hours. So I was like, no, you're not going to take that job. Wow. You have to choose between the job, you know, and our relationship and all that. And I was very naive, so I said, okay, no problem. I called them and I attracted the offer. And, and, and uh, but I, the thing is, for me, I should have spoken to, to my mom. So I just thought, okay, so, you know, when you're
2: your brought up in Nigeria, yeah. Okay, husband said that and then I I, I, I thought it maybe was the sort of best for the kids. Yeah. And then I mean, later he told me
1: that he just felt that there'll be loads of people from the city and they're going to be looking at me and all that. So it was,
0: oh my God. So he was just so, you know, mom, controlling and selfish. Yeah, and he, he,
1: he insecure. Yes. And what we see life was very different. My mum worked all through what, what I was growing up. His mum was at home. She was mm. Baker, so she was always at home, and he wanted a woman like that, mm. and I did not fit into that. I'm not a person that would just be at home doing nothing. Yeah? Yeah. I'm Yeah. For that. Yeah. So like, you see me? I have those things going on, and I yeah, think that's just, that's how I was up and that's the kind of person I am. Mm. But he wanted to stay at home, that so would stay with the kids, and, and he wasn't just.
0: So did he? Home. Did he tell? Did he clarify this with you during the talking stage?
1: No, he didn't.
0: Right. Okay.
1: He was very when I met him I was studying and mm. I was working. So I work full time. So after my work mm. um I was working in Victoria then. Mm. I worked till six. I'm a lecturer at six forty five. So I get on the train to London Bridge and I have a lecture till nine. So that's, mm. what, that's the state he met me. So
2: mm. he, he
1: would never clarified, never said, Oh, I want to be a stay at home mom at all. Mm. That was one of the big contention compi- we had. Mm. And the thing is I actually to the point why I said, You know what, let me stay at home and
2: how
1: this will work mm. and i did but that's not enough if if um if a man wanted to be a person that you're not there's no way you can be that person even if you try to change yourself that yeah
0: yes of course definitely
1: for anyone listening you have to find a man that loves you for who you are yeah and what you are about yeah Absolutely. What he's asked is not about you, it's just about the control and, you know, making sure that you are uh, adhere to what
0: you're saying, so there'll be yes. something else that they want you to do. So, um mm. yeah. So, all the, you know, all, all during the time that you were with him, did he have a job? Was he working? What was he doing for a living?
1: He was working. He
0: was right. Working. Okay. Yeah, he
1: was working. He had a, he had a, a, a good job. Mm. Um,
0: just basically wanted you to be a housewife.
1: Yeah. I mean, he didn't want... It's one thing he told me, I've never said this out, but one thing he told me, he said the day... So, I'll tell you about myself. When I was in uni,
2: mm. and
1: before I chose my course, I mm. searched for the highest paying jobs. And that, that's where my mind is at. I'm yeah. very driven yeah. to earn as much as I can. Yeah. And the one thing he told me, the day I would earn more than him, that's mm. going to be the end of my marriage.
0: What? That is a different level of insecurity. Yeah. And this guy's from uh, Delta, right? He's Igbo. He's Igbo. Oh, my goodness. That is, no, that is absolutely unfair and, no, that's just wrong. So, I know women who are going through that sort of
1: situation where you can just pull yourself at that level, okay, my husband is anything. 40k okay i'll just be 25 yeah getting to their full potential yeah and for me i was always like man when i see someone in 60 i'm like oh my god it's where i want to
2: be you know
1: mm. what I, I want to do and and it was like oh no and when, when we talk that's why for anyone listening as well if you want to if you have someone as a partner see where they are at mm. see what their dreams are mm. if your dream is not a, you should have the same level of or if not even more, and you have more aspirations. Of course, be more because once a, a woman, when you yourself, and we are, we are for us as women, for women who are ambitious, we believe that the sky is our starting point. Yes. And when uh, someone around you that is insecure about that, then mm. it's a problem. You you have to illustrate yourself. Yeah,
0: it just means they're not compatible, and this is what a lot yeah. of women need to understand that you know you can't be with somebody who wants to basically dampen your 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 hustle, your shine, uh, just to appease their own insecurity. You know, it's yeah. I must mention there's
1: some men out there who are not trusting by it. There's some men out there who even if their wives are doing better, they're happy to. I have a friend a husband is a stay-at-home dad. He has a mm. career, he has a business before he's at home. Mm. And she goes for that. And they have such a beautiful relationship because he's saying that my wife's success is my success. Yes. He's a
2: success
1: the family. Yes. And he encourages her. So there are men out there who are like that. And there are few,
2: especially in mm.
1: the African community. Mm. where they're success, one mm. thing here, for women who are looking to say, take someone who has a sort of dream and aspirations as you. They yeah. They don't have to... To,
0: to his, his, his bubble, <laughs> bubble exactly. so, so how long were you guys uh, together before you filed for a divorce we
1: were together
0: for four years okay okay that's that's decent so you were about 28 about 28 yeah. and uh, how long uh, after filing for a divorce or should I say you know separating did you uh, meet your current husband okay so I
1: was 28 so I met my current husband
0: Oh, wow. Okay. How old are you again? I'm 37. Oh, okay. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. So, study shows that uh, the UK divorce rate um in recent times seems to plummet. Uh, so, 42% of marriages end in divorce. And um, out of the 42, 18% of divorces are uh, couples who were previously married. And uh, it's most likely due to the fact that uh, more people are beginning to get married at an older age uh, mm-hmm. and spending more time cohabiting. So with your current husband, did you guys uh, live together before you actually got married? No. So
1: okay. at the time where I was, that's a very, a very true statistic. I think I've researched this as well. And they, definitely, I think now the divorce rate is, is, I think it's higher than it used to be. Mm. Um, for very, factors. For me, while I was dating, I did not want to um live with someone um mm. and like live like a my woman, of mine
0: Right.
1: one thing I, I, I knew is it's, it's a very easy place to be in. I wanted to be married and mm. I wanted to do things properly, Especially because I was boss before I didn't want to just go into I had best of people who were like, Oh, let's just hang I'm like, eh eh, I'm okay. <laughs> bad <laughs> <laughs> because if you're not um, I think it, it shows a certain, not all the time but it shows a certain level of seriousness
0: from his yeah. back yes of course so, uh, so
1: people just want someone to hang around with. I, I just wanted it, something serious and definite
0: yeah um, about the divorce rates and if you guys like uh, cohabited before marriage. church then. Yeah, we met in church, yes, okay. we met in church. Oh, so, interesting. I uh, yeah, I dated um I think
1: it's quite it's quite hard to dating when you when you were divorced.
0: Yes, I can imagine. Because you yeah. must probably your past experiences would have had an effect on, you know, any decision making.
1: Exactly. I think it's important for me, we said for about six years, it's important for every woman that been divorced to heal. Of course, definitely. You drag a lot of your past into your future. And I think one thing that I made sure I did, I think for women who are divorced or separated,
0: is to ensure you don't talk bad about your ex husband or your partner. Oh, yes. Because what that does is it
1: gives them a very negative mindset of men in total, in general Mm. and you introduce someone into their life they will start probably thinking oh this this is going to do exactly what dad's done and left does that make sense yes of course for me i was very i was very very careful to shield my kids against all the hurts, all the pain we went through loads of drama and all that but i was very careful to shield them away from it so they don't have Baggage, uh, it would affect them in a way, but at least I try in my control to make sure that they don't have that. I see couples divorce and the kids are really obey. I think keep your children away from it, protect them from all the drama. Yeah. And then when you have someone else introduce, introduce them into the kids' life, mm. they are more open
0: yes. and they're more willing to accept yeah. someone else from with you. Yeah, that's true. So, what qualities uh, attracted you to your husband then? <laughs> your soul, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you're a tall woman um, as well so it's understandable
1: yeah um he, he was very good here he's, he's very committed i saw him being committed to church he loved kids he mm. loved he walks with kids so he loved kids I and mean, he connected them in a way where like for him, for Saturday, when I come to church and mm. I'm sort of stressed, I'm like, please just, just go, go, go and meet. And I just like go and meet him, and he just takes them and don't worry, Jerry, you're stressed. Just, you know, going to church, I want. you know, he was
2: yeah.
1: very good. And oh, we're good friends. Mm. I think friendship is
2: important. Oh, we're already very yeah. good friends, and we um, became best friends, and he's still my best friend. I, oh. I can tell
1: him anything. We laugh and we joke about everything. So, yeah. we, you
0: know,
1: Sometimes when we we marry typical African man is staff,
0: yeah you
1: know, you bring food and you want to need we're we like partners, we're yeah. friends and which 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 that's why I feel like I'm really blessed to have that. Oh. I didn't have that
0: in my previous relationship. It was like that's okay, good. when I'm talking, keep quiet. Yes. You know? And you have to serve my food in a certain way. You have yeah. to come and have have to do this, you No that. way. Is that what your your ex husband uh, used to say um, that you should serve him in a certain way?
1: No. So, yeah, very, very. Even if was the same. It was just
0: five years between both
1: sports. in the same way, in same generation. where he, I
0: thought like it was my father. Grand, yeah, even my grandma, my father doesn't do that. Like, wow. My dad, <laughs> oh know, my like, goodness! So is he yeah. in your son's life then? Is he present? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. No, no, no. No, he 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 is, but not as much. So he
1: sees mm. like, very few times a year.
0: Hmm. Oh, that's lovely. So how long did you and your uh, husband date before you got married, or before he even proposed?
1: Um, we uh, so were friends for about five years. Okay. Uh, no, not about five, so about four years. We were friends mm. about four years. And he, he, we dated for about a year, mm-hmm. and then he proposed
0: to me after that. Okay, that's good. That's good. So you guys had. Uh, that's why it's good to. It's important to uh, have that friendship as a foundation to build off on. Yeah, so
1: we had. So for me, if we didn't have that friendship, I probably won't want to date to be longer.
0: Yes. Get just because
1: of what I've been through, but because mm. I felt safe with mm. him, because I already sort of know him. Mm. But again, some people you have to be careful about that. Some people you feel you know them
0: mm.
1: or you don't. Yeah. Because you. You know someone until you actually properly dating yeah so that's why I think it's important you should date someone and obviously not too long because if you're i'm, I'm 34 yeah I, I didn't want to start dating someone you didn't want to date me for two years or three years to get you know i wanted someone who from onset i knew that the person was serious
0: mm. and
1: had want to be committed and wanted to get married does that make sense
0: mm. yes of course
1: uh, so when i saw that i had this asking me and all that but yeah. that is that commitment before because it's not just me myself mm. me and two children mm. if you're asking me out you have to be ready
0: to have the responsibility of two kids yes of course um, were you were you, were you a bit worried like you know when you were you know obviously in your early 30s single were you apprehensive about uh, the possibility of meeting somebody who uh, would be compatible and who would you know want to marry you Considering the fact that you were a divorcee, you had a son. I had uh, two kids: a son and a daughter. Oh, you had two um, kids with your previous have, uh, husband. Yes. The, oh the, wow! Um, okay. As as, uh, I when we um, my daughter was one when we when we divorced. Oh okay. So, I had, yeah, I had two so kids. how did it? So how did it feel? You know, being a divorcee with two kids. Did you think that it was going to affect your chance of meeting somebody? Yes, of course. So
1: what I've been through, I was like, "Oh my God, I have yeah. my life back," you know. Yeah. And I was sad obviously, because I really wanted my kids to have. I wanted to grow up in the home. My parents been married for forty two years. Yeah. And I wanted to have that, and it mm. broke my heart. I didn't have that, but mm. I, I had to decide: is it I'm losing myself, probably losing my life? Yeah, or of course. And then who would look after my my, my kids? Mm. So it's decision I had to make. So yes, I was worried about it because most people that I met we're mm. saying oh you have two kids already or oh, how would i tell my mom and i'm like please you know find your way i mm. come with a package you
0: buy one get, get free. one free <laughs> <laughs> i love that <laughs> so so
1: um I, but i think for me i think my first the first few years was about me just healing i went yes. to heal mm. and i felt uh, a bit of back on my parents. i wanted to push as much as like, i could
2: mm. to get Mm.
1: So I, I wanted someone who was ready, and I mm. said, I tell, I need someone, I said, I need someone who's ready to love me and mm. love my two children, because that's key for me. Of course. I love me and love my two children. Sorry, I'd rather just be by myself. Yeah.
0: Power exactly. of attraction. i
1: am tell you, I think, God, oh, this is what I want. Yes. And, I wrote it in, and I tell you, my husband, I want 10 points and my husband was 10 of the points I Lovely.
2: wrote down.
1: And I was telling one of, a friend of mine, I said, if you have a problem, if you need something, you want something, write it, there's a power in writing things down. Yes. And you go on your book and say, God, I thank you. And then you know what I did, I wrote it, I put it on my wardrobe. So when I opened my wardrobe, I said, and I said, thank you, Lord, you've answered my prayers.
2: Yeah. And, well, don't you
1: want to really just, there's, a, there's a lot of attraction even if yeah. you're really just something you when you want something and you're very clear yes yeah, on your vision
0: yeah
1: safe, you would get what you want Definitely, so I, yeah. I had that written down and if, if someone said you and us, we took you to have we get married i said because i've written and i thought oh my god this is what i want and mm. i'll get it mm. and yeah not too long after that my husband came along and yeah and we got married amazing and, yeah and we have a doctor
0: Oh, that's good. So, what she's like three years old, I assume. She's two. She's She's two. Okay. So, what advice would you give? Uh, uh, you know, women who have, you know, been through a divorce, have two kids like yourself, and are probably even dealing with a toxic ex who, for some reason, just can't get out of their life. What What advice would you give them? Mm.
1: Um, you have to, first of all, protect your children from the drama. Find a way to protect the children from the drama. Shield mm. them from it because that's, that's the damaging part. Mm. Um, you, you, if you are in UK. UK, for me, I have to get a restra- restraining order from my ex.
0: Oh, wonderful.
1: Because it, it, he was just coming just to cause trouble, really. He mm. was just for, for no reason, you know. Mm. Um, and most people who are abusive people do that. They just want, don't want to see you move forward. Of course, they don't want
0: to see you happy. But they don't want
1: to see you happy. They just yeah. want to come and disrupt your life and then go. Mm. So I have to go to the court and get the restraining. So I filed for the divorce. After the divorce was final, he disappeared for a few, for about two, three years. And then he showed up again and wanted to come. I, I, so I gave him the option, yes. But mm. so I thought that it wasn't genuine. If you were... When, like for example, I'll give an example. My son had a, a, a basketball game. He was playing. He wanted him to be there, and he didn't show up. Mm.
2: You
1: know, because he knows those things hurt me. Mm. And if, if a father wants to be in the child, like he will be there with all. Like you don't have to even change. Yes, of course. When, when there's that seriousness, then you know, like mm. just to, see, he just want to come and use the kids to get to you. Mm. So when I saw a lot of things were happening, you know, sometimes you come and come in front of my house. Mm. I have to get the restraint, all that, to get him. Stop, you know, being around me because it yes. was—it wasn't, it was threatening and it was abusive, and I—I yeah. didn't, didn't want to have that. So don't take that. Don't you—you mm-hmm. you have a right to live a beautiful, peaceful life. But mm. For someone to come and disrupt that is not acceptable.
2: Yeah. Um, for dating, for women
1: that are going through abusive relationships, first of all, love yourself. Mm. Forgive yourself. You must have had expectations. You must have our uh, uh, society is not especially from an african descent it's, it's not very kind to women who are divorced it's not very kind to women who have been separated they, I still, agree. they put they put all the blame on the woman yes you know i had a friend a friend of a friend who told i had a very good friend and a friend of her told her not to be friends with me because i'm gonna help i'm gonna make her divorce her husband
0: oh wow that is such a shallow freaking mentality exactly
1: so what that that's
0: and that is coming from a woman as well. From a woman as well, yes. Oh my goodness.
1: So be kind to yourself. Forgive yourself. Forgive
0: and also, yourself. I'll say to be very particular about the sort of circle that you associate with.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Mm. Be careful.
1: Anyone that is negative, please cut them Lock off. Lock them I
0: off, exactly. Like
1: for me, I actually moved from where I was living I moved out totally. Yes. I didn't want to have any... I was, I was living in Kent. I moved mm. straight to West Coast. I didn't want to have any. Do it any stress mm. because it's, it's a lot of prayer and a lot of talking you know, yeah, manage. You know, I didn't want to hear, I, did, I didn't want to start praying, and I prayed enough. And I, yeah, I've gone and prayers. And mm. no, no one would know what you've gone through
2: apart from you, of course. So
1: you can go out and talk about people will say to us, but you know what you're going through, and mm. you feel like I'm, I'm not an advocate for divorce, I believe that it's even harder when you're divorced to find someone, it's harder. Yeah you like it to as a woman because mm. you are, you take the role of a man and a woman. Mm. So I don't advocate for divorce. Mm. When you start stretching, training your life, way, there was once uh, my ex hit me and I passed out. Oh my goodness. And I didn't wake up the next
0: morning. So I was dying on of that day. I so did you press charges? Like, Sorry? Did you didn't press charges? I
1: did it because I,
0: he worked for the medical person. No. Me. Um,
1: I I
0: I I, I did So was he a um, police officer or was he like an admin or something? No, so he was a police officer. Wow. So um, the, yeah, it was stressing me if he this job I'm gonna he's gonna kill me and kill my parents and kill my family. Oh wow. So um,
1: I was there and I was very scared. But for any woman going to abuse, please don't be scared. Contact yeah. the police. Contact yeah. the authorities. They're they're there to help you. Mm. So it's not about you. Mm. something happens to you tomorrow, somebody else will raise your kids. And of that's course. That was the thing. And, and, and the one thing my mom told me, which was, she said, I'd rather have a, a child that is divorced and alive than it, a child that is married and dead. Hmm. Hmm. That's what my mom, i again. My mom said, i rather have a, a child that is divorced and alive and a child that is married and dead. Deep everything, and my mom told me that, I said, well, this is what I need to hear, because a lot of times it's, a lot, I'll listen to, um, Victoria Yamba's, uh, one of my live sessions, and it was mm. like, Pastor, pray. Yeah. Pray, pray, yes, you pray, but you can't put yourself in harm, because you're trying to meet society, it's, it's Expectations exactly, but that is
0: what that's that's what a lot of women are going through. Do you understand? They are not in relationships out of their own accord, out of their own will, they are in relationships with certain people because of uh, their parents, because of uh, their friends, because of the perceptions of other people, you know. And I I think it's so unfortunate.
1: It's very unfortunate. My dad is a pastor, Mm. so so imagine how. He you know, would have looked for him. But I, I said, Dad, it, 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 he, he was like, Yes. It's because they saw the sign. And, mm. they saw it, and they said, You know what? Someone can't use you as a but you're much precious. I'll tell you another thing my dad told me. So right now I'm, I'm taking a look. No, it's fine. He brought out, uh, when he came to London, he brought out a 20 pound note. Mm. And he showed it to me I said, This 20 pound note, take it, smash it on the floor, step it on the floor, walk on it. What happens to it? I said that I don't know. He said it still has value.
0: Of course, it's because still it's currency. It's still you get money. For it. mm-hmm. No
1: matter what you go through, no matter what, how like you had, your value is there. Mm-hmm. And I'll take this for the next answer to the next question: had, regarding women that have kids mm. that are married that are uh, dating? Do not sell yourself short because you have children. Mm-hmm. You are valuable as any woman. You are beautiful as any woman. There. Look after yourself. Want to keep yourself fit? Look after yourself. Do things you love, and love yourself. And that person, the right person, will come and love you and love you and your kids. There's a woman, uh, my mom's back in Nigeria. She's in Nigeria, She was she had three boys, mm-hmm. and she got married to a guy. No, four boys actually, four kids. And she got married to a, a husband has never been married in Nigeria, and they've been married for more than twelve years now. So. Oh wow. You having kids does not change it.
0: For me, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Said, if a man, God, if the man loves you, he loves you. If a man wants you, he'll pursue you, regardless, regardless. of you know how many children you have.
1: Regardless. Yeah. Regardless.
0: regardless. So yeah. That's that's Whatever. you know you know I've really enjoyed this uh this episode and um yeah just thanks for featuring thanks for coming as a guest and and thanks sharing your it. own. It your own perspective. I really appreciate it. Uh, so why don't you tell our listeners uh how to book your service because I know you have your own uh private uh, financial consulting uh, firm as well as you know where to find you on social media. Okay.
1: My social media handle is Steph the Mode. Don't tell where I got the name from. Steph <laughs> <laughs> the um, my company name is Anne and Consultancy Limited. Um if you Google us, you find our details. If not, just drop me a DM on, on Instagram and I would um, get back to you. Or you can check my link, LinkedIn page. It's Stephanie Okafor. You can send me a message. Or, yeah, just DM me and I can, I'll, I'll, I'll contact you back. So if you have a small business or you need some services for finance or accounting or just the general finance or advice for your business, we're here to help you and to support you. Fantastic. And also, our TV show Ladies Lounge TV show. <laughs> we have lots of discussions like this. Yeah. You can find us on Instagram, Ladies Lounge TV show, or on Vox Africa website, um, Vox Africa.com, Also on TV, Sky, right? Facebook, You're yourself. on Sky, aren't you? On Sky, yes, on Sky 193. And okay. we're on every Saturday at 8 pm and Wednesday at 8 pm as well.
0: Fantastic. Well, thanks once again. And uh, my love to your family. And, uh, yeah, have a good day. Thanks
1: for having me. Thanks,
0: Monday. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to a Breath of Fresh dating podcast. If you have any uh, questions for our guest Stephanie or myself, simply email a breath of fresh dating at gmail.com or you can send a voice message through anchor.fm/slash a breath of fresh dating. If you need any advice regarding uh, divorce, then visit gov.uk/slash divorce. And if you need information regarding child maintenance or mediation, then visit citizensadviceorg uk if you are single and searching and keen to meet like-minded individuals uh, through a discreet and thorough matchmaking process then visit the mmeagency.com now don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on the mmeagency.com slash a breath of fresh dating and you can also find us on social media we are on facebook and instagram at a breath of fresh dating see ya